This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm so glad to welcome back to the podcast, my friend, Marty Sweeney. Marty is the executive director of Matthias Media and has served with Matthias Media in North America since 2006. He's also the pastor of training and resourcing at Old North Church in Canfield, Ohio, where he oversees an apprenticeship program. He is the co-author with Tony Payne of the book, The Small Group and the Vine. And Marty lives in Ohio with his wife, Abby, and their four children and a poodle named Theophilus. So- I own a poodle. Yes, I do. (laughs) We've got to get that in. I don't know why, but we do. So Marty, it is good to have you back. And I am looking forward to diving into God's word with you. So what passage do you have? Thanks, Champ. It is great to be back. And it's very uh, wonderful to be here with you. Um, Titus chapter three. I I love this passage because it's in a nutshell, gives me the content of a godly life, but also the motivation for a godly life. And let me read just a few verses at the beginning there, Titus chapter three. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy towards all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. So Marty, that was about five verses. I know, yes. I'm just going to blow the whistle and throw the flag, but no, actually, this is great. So we want to get into God's word. And (laughs) as we're focusing in on one or two of those verses, where do you want us to zero in our attention? I want us to think about the the first two verses, which really in a nutshell is a shorthand way of saying, here's how you live a godly life in front of the world. Mm. Uh, Be very honorable, gentle, courteous towards all people. And we're not just talking about the people kind of we like and nice people. We're talking about people, as it says there in verse three, and that's really the focus. For we ourselves were once just like them, foolish and disobedient, slaves of various passions and pleasures spending our days hating one another and hating one another. I mean, if this is not the perfect summary of social media, I don't know what it is. Um, but but notice there, which is what I love about this passage. It tells me, hey, live this way, but not just because this is what you ought to do, but notice the gospel compassion built in. Live this way, be very courteous, gentle to all people. Why? Because I was just like them. And it's not because of my... Uh, I just pulled up my moral bootstraps. It's not because um, I got my act together. It's because of God's loving kindness and mercy. So how do you think we're inclined normally to view people that are different than us, or maybe they're they're living in very non-Christian ways, and that's not the way we would choose to live? And what might our incorrect responses be toward that kind of lifestyle? You know, the, the age we're in, even just the last few years, anybody who has any disagreements with us intellectually, we, we tend to put down and, and push out of our lives. And anyone who lives just different than us relationally, socially, we, we block them out. And I think fundamentally think because we're better than them. 
Um, I have just this general kind of Luke 18 kind of, I'm thank God I'm not like those people. Hmm. And I think we all, you know, we're all prone to do that uh, as much as I hope we're fighting against it. And so I think we have a right. sense of superiority, a sense of, well, we know better. We're better taught. We've thought about this. We've connected the dots. We listen to the right people. And don't mishear me. I'm not saying that we lower our standards and say, hey, how the world is living is fine. I mean, Paul is very clear here. He's very direct. Right after he says, be gentle and be courteous, mm -hmm. he lets them know very much that the world is foolish and disobedient and malicious. Mm -hmm. This is not that he's muting what's going on in the world, but what he's saying is don't be like them, but also sympathize of how they're being because you were just like that. And it's as verse five says, four and five, it's not because my work's done by righteousness that I'm different. It's because his own mercy, his loving kindness. And so I think it just, it's a gospel driven humility. And that then shapes how we act. We're sympathetic, compassionate onlookers to a world that's going to hell. So in some ways, God is calling to mind our own experience of, remember, this is the way you used to be. Remember, this is the grace that I showed you, the patience I extended toward you. So as you think about your own experience, Marty, how has God brought this verse front and center in your own heart and life? This became important to me because um, as I've dwelled on earlier passages in Titus that I talked about in a previous podcast, actually, <laughs> uh, that the, the content of a godly lifestyle versus verse one there, be, be gentle and kind, has an underlying really important motivation that I don't think I've ever seen so clearly until this verse popped out at me. Hmm. Um, and so in a, the reason it's become so important to me, because I think it does uh, in a very unique way in the New Testament, it puts it all together in a few verses, hmm. live this way because of this motivation. And it, often that happens, you know, in Ephesians, it does a beginning and the end, but in just a few verses, it does. It tells me why and how uh, I should live. And so that's just, it's just been meaning a lot to me because I live in a world that's all list in verse three. Yeah. I love it when God's word puts big truths in a small space that I can get my mind around and take it with me into the day. So let, let's just pause and do that. If you were to take these verses or the two that you were focusing on and you wanted to compress it down into here's the message as we head into the day, what is that compact message from God's word? Treat even non-Christians who are living an ungodly lifestyle in a way that you want to be treated when you confess your own sin or name your struggles. You want a gentle, sympathetic ear that's not going to say, hey, it's okay. But at the same time, it's not going to be saying, I can't believe you do that. It's saying that, listen, we have a much higher calling, a much higher standard, and therefore, I'm going to be gentle to you. I'm going to be kind to you, just like I would want to be done to me. Surprise, surprise. This is golden rule stuff, just reformatted. And that's how I would summarize it. I love how all of God's word hangs together, whether we're listening to the words of Jesus in the Gospels or the words of Paul in his letters. It's all God's word, and it's exactly what we need. So, Marty, thank you for pointing us here. Would you just close our time by asking the Lord to help us treat others the way we would want to be treated? Father, we do thank you uh, that you are so kind to us to give us not what we deserve, um, but you give us grace and mercy. And, and because of that, Lord, we can't help but ask you to help us to look upon the world with the same compassion that your son Jesus looked upon uh, a rebellious Jerusalem or a rebellious uh, Samaria, Lord. May we look out in the same way with 
hearts broken with understanding, but not allowance. And help us, Lord, to uh, be motivated by kindness and compassion, the same that comes from our Father and through Jesus Christ. Let us have that same way with people as we interact at work or at school, at home, even, Lord, and even at church. We ask, Lord, that you will help drive us to be very gentle and kind and submissive in the world you've placed us, because we know this is the way that your son treated everyone. Lord, so please help us in this way so that we may indeed represent and honor you well. And it's in your son's name we pray this. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.